You're listening to the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Christine, certified life coach, pain to power mentor, and creator of Embody You Mindset Mastery School. I'm here today to discuss living life after disease, disaster, or adversity, to discuss living life fully once again, a life of hope, peace, and resiliency, a life fully embodied. I utilize the lessons that I learned going through not one, but two primary cancers. I'm here today to guide you to the life of your dreams, turn your pain into power, and lead you back to yourself. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Live Free Podcast. Today I want to talk a little bit about attitude. I want to talk about attitude in the context of what it is that you want in life, whether that be improved health or whether that be feeling um, more embodied in your own life, more of a participant in your own life, whether or not you feel like everything is going wrong and you really, really, really want it to start going right. So the secret sauce truly is attitude. And what do I mean by that? So every problem ever, every solution ever, every thing that anybody's ever wanted can be solved with attitude. However, the issue is, is that we don't know how to change our attitudes. So if you're having a poor relationship, change your attitude towards that relationship and the relationship will change. If you are having poor health, change your attitude towards your health and your health will change. I know that I've got a couple people's shoulders up as I say that, but it's the truth. We are in charge of our own vessel and we are in charge of our own body. Change your attitude towards your family and the way that you show up with your family will change. All of these things are true. You know it to be true. I know it to be true. It's true. When your attitude changes, your world changes. The issue is, is that none of us know how to change our attitudes. And so there's a few different ways, really mainly two different ways to change our attitudes. One is through repetition of some type of subconscious reprogramming or some type of meditation, audio, affirmation, or this podcast. Repetition, repetition, repetition. It gets deep into the subconscious mind. The more often that you do it, the more often that you start to hear it. Because we have a subconscious mind. So meaning not the conscious mind, but instead the subconscious. So the other part of the mind that runs in the background. And this one 
filters out everything. So it filters out the things that you want to hear and it leaves the parts that are too overwhelming, uncomfortable, things that you don't really understand yet or, or things like that. And a good example of this is if some, if, if you buy a red car, suddenly it seems like everybody and their dog owns a red car, whereas before you didn't. Or if somebody says something to you that you had never heard before, suddenly you see it everywhere. And the reason for that is because the subconscious has now accepted that as truth and therefore everything that you were filtering out before, the things that your subconscious one was saying, red card, forget it, you know, uh, aspect of that person, leave it a go, leave it alone. Listening to this podcast, even there's words in this, in, in my podcast that I'm saying that your subconscious mind is filtering out because it doesn't make sense. But when you can accept things as true, when you can repeat and repeat and repeat the thing that you are wanting to change, then you will start to have and embody the things that you would like. So repetition is number one. That's a great way to make a subconscious change. The second one is through hypnotherapy, subconscious reprogramming, neuro-linguistic programming, pretty much any of these more in-depth forms of accessing the subconscious. So what do I mean by that? When you go to a hypnotist show, you may see that at the end of the hypnotist show, after all the fun and all the, all the giggles, that that person says to, before they pull them out of hypnosis, everything in life and any endeavor that you ever, ever be, or you're ever part of will work out for you, or you will live a full and embodied life, or you will live happily and the small things won't bother you. And then they'll pull them out of hypnosis. And what that really is, is it's them planting a seed in their subconscious because the subconscious is wide open when we're in a state of hypnosis. And that's when you can plant those seeds, those things that become truth. And so if you are the type of person to be interested in that, you'll welcome that, that idea in and it will strengthen your subconscious mind and therefore strengthen your life. And that's why I believe so deeply in hypnotherapy, in, in uh, neuro-linguistic programming, in subconscious reprogramming and the like, is because it's difficult to, to change something in our, in our subconscious mind, mainly because we have neural pathways in our brain that are quite, quite a bit like walking through a field over and over and over again down the same path. Eventually, that path becomes worn, and that's where most people will walk, because it's easier. And so our brains do the same thing. We may accept something as truth in our subconscious, but quickly, but, but quickly the subconscious will filter it back out and say, no, that's not true, because I've got this beautifully worn path that's easier, and it will continue to follow that beautifully worn path, which may be a habit that you don't really want, but regardless it it is there and it's programmed that way and so your brain is programmed that way and that's why 
You know, you can look into the mirror and say something like, I'm going to really, st I'm going to start exercising. I need to get control of this, which I mean, I'm using a, a dieting and body example because we can all relate to it. However, I will clarify that body acceptance is number one, body love is number two, and then exercise. Okay. But I mean, that's neither here nor there. Whatever the case, when you look at the mirror and you decide that you want to start exercising, the first thing that's going to happen is that you're going to make a conscious decision. A conscious decision is going to make an impact on your subconscious mind, but it's not going to have any staying power. It doesn't have the stick that it needs. So you use sheer willpower for step one, sheer will willpower for the second day when you exercise, and, and then again, sheer willpower when you exercise the third day. Then your subconscious mind starts negotiating with you. It starts asking you to take a break, to, you know, maybe don't do this. This isn't you. This isn't who you've been for however many years, and therefore I have no interest in you continuing to be that way. So you will lose to the subconscious mind because willpower is not enough. We cannot and will not change our minds with willpower, willpower alone. So going back to the beginning of this episode, what, it is, what, what is it that you're wanting? Are you wanting improved health? Are you wanting improved relationships? Are you wanting to wake up every day and feel good again, happy again, hopeful again? Perhaps you have been through cancer like me and you feel when you wake up a sense of dread that it, that it will come back. And you'd like to, to deprogram that from your subconscious. There's lots of things that we want. We feel trapped by our own minds, by our own stuck habits, by our own unconscious thoughts that ruin our carefully laid plans, our plans to exercise, plans to get the work done, our plans to stop scrolling through Facebook, <laughs> all of the things. We try so hard and we feel like a failure. And that just leads even more deeply to that habit. I'm a failure, so why bother? I'm a failure, so why bother? Right? I don't want that for you. So in the pursuit of changing our attitude. Let us allow one of those, and there is probably more, but the two that I've described in this episode be the one that works. So whether or not that is repetition of attitude through affirmations or through listening to this podcast again, or anything, re-listening and over and over affirming to yourself can start to crack the subconscious mind. Or if you want a quicker way, then I recommend things like hypnotherapy, subconscious reprogramming, and the like. And that's something I utilize in my course. I always, 
always add tons of meditations, reprogramming, audios, and other neurolinguistic programming type works to aid my students in changing. And then I add in things like creating community, which can really influence the subconscious mind, consistent work, action steps, things to keep you on track. There's a reason the course is 10 weeks is because in order to change and shift in our subconscious mind, the way that we are acting, we do in fact need to have consistent time and effort. And so that's why it's 10 weeks. So what are some attitude changes that you can make today? Perhaps in your day-to-day, you're complaining because truly it's easy to complain. People identify with it. It's kind of like smokers standing in the back of a building. There can, there's camaraderie there because they all smoke. So then they become, they become friends. They have conversations. There's, there's a closeness to the smokers in the back of the building at lunch break. Complaining is the same. It's like gathering in a small circle and taking poison in to our lungs and to our bodies in an effort to be, to make friends. And the problem is, is that it feels really good the first time. Like, oh man, tell me about it. Have you seen the gas prices? Have you seen the, the food prices? It's, it's insane. And everyone's, oh my God, I know. Isn't it, isn't it insane? I don't have the money for that. And everyone else says, agrees, you know, oh yeah, we surely don't have the money for that. What if instead you began without even being comfortable to do so, talking about what you, how grateful you are that you can afford to put food on your table. You may not get the camaraderie. You may not get the friendship that you want from those people, but you will certainly impress the people who are willing to build you up, who are willing to be part of your up-leveling conversations rather than your quote-unquote bitching. So when you, when you create that community with the type of people whom are willing to have up-leveling conversations with you, your community changes. As I spoke about, community is number one. If you have a community with people, that if that community is building you up, then that community is going to help crack the subconscious mind so that you begin to have conversations that you believe in. You believe that you are so grateful that you have enough money to afford the food. You are, you believe that you are so grateful to be from Saskatchewan or whatever, whatever province you're from or or country you're from in this first world comfortable place. And you're grateful that, yeah, gas is a little pricey, but you get to drive a car, a nice one at that. You get to put gas in it. You get to get from A to B comfortably. You might have heated seats or cooled seats. 
You might have a new car. There's a lot to be grateful for. So shifting your the way that you speak and the way that you think to one of gratitude is a huge, huge way to embody a different attitude, to start to cultivate repetition of mind. Myself, every night before I go to bed, I run through my day and I think of all the things that I'm grateful for. And there might be simple things like, oh man, having coffee with so-and-so was so great. And they might be more abstract things like, it is amazing that I have the ability to make coffee on demand, that I have clean water, that I have beautiful mugs, that I have the ability to wash those mugs. And truly, it can be whatever you want for your practice. But I find that when I miss that practice, I don't feel quite as good in the morning. But gratitude is number one for changing your attitude. Secondly, another thing that is really, really helpful for changing the attitude is to read. Read books about improving your attitude. Listening, listen to podcasts about improving your attitude. Being around that sort of community, that sort of connection, that sort of rhetoric can be really, really helpful because it's something, it's content that you're consuming all the time that is supporting the change that you'd like to make. So I really love listening to books by by gurus and masters of the mind, watching movies and spending time in places where documentaries, in places where I can expand my mind, rather than some of the more contrasting and competition-based shows that we get that that we get bombarded with. You know, the the bachelors and the and the chef shows and the, and and I don't even know, I don't watch any of them, but you know, I know big brother was a thing, but that I'm dating myself now. All of these different shows that were all about competition and fighting each other for, for the end drama and talking behind people's backs and all those sorts of things that supports a poor attitude. So ask yourself, what are you consuming? What are you bringing into your mental state and into your reality? And is it supporting the thing that you'd like? If you'd like to continue to be in a place of competition and lack, then continue to consume things about competition and lack. If you would like to be in a place of abundance, then consume things about abundance. If it's money that you're wanting, then stop talking about how People with money are the root of all evil, or are bad people, or must be nice. Instead, talk about how grateful you are that you have the money that you have. Talk about how amazing it is that these people have been able to cultivate money. And get excited about the fact that you may have that too. And then consume content based around income, earning, growing, like a great book is Thinking Go Ri- Grow Rich. That's an excellent book. It was kind of the first pioneer book. There's lots of different ways to, to start to bring money into your life. 
But I'll tell you the number one way to, to avoid it and to move it out of your life is jealousy, is anger, is lack mindset, is frustration, and forgetting to be grateful for what you do have. So that is another really wonderful way to change attitude. Another way that is helpful to change your attitude is, and I can't remember the method, but is imagining or journaling around what your life will be like if you don't start changing your attitude. Getting into that dark place, realizing that year after year after year, you'll be in the same place that you were before. Having that, having that, that feeling of, if I don't change what I'm doing now, in five years, I'll be X. And allowing that to get in. And that's pretty scary stuff. And you may want to do this with the supervisation of a friend or a family member. But then after you've done that and you've gotten to a really deep place and you've decided clearly that that's not where you want to be, then instead I invite you to move on to what it will be like if you change your attitude. In what ways would you change your attitude and what would life be like in five years if you changed your attitude, if you felt the fear and did it anyway? What could your life look like in five years if you've changed your attitude? Really get clear on the beauty and the daily enjoyment that you will have been able to enjoy day after day after day. And so that can crack the subconscious because our subconscious mind is our emotional mind. It is the mind of our emotions. And so That is why things like visualization, things like creating community, things like getting really clear on mantras and reprogrammings and all of these sorts of things, gratitude, is so effective at changing our subconscious mind because our subconscious mind is the emotional mind. So if you know somebody who's really dramatic, who's really upset most of the time. That person's subconscious mind is connected subconsciously, anger, frustration, drama, all of these things. And so to turn around and try to be grounded seems foreign to the subconscious mind. It seems like a folly or fake. So that person needs to begin to consume tons of content around groundedness, great gratitude, and happiness, then they need to create a supportive community, a community of people who will lift them up and build them up. And then they need to repeat, repeat, repeat. And so a lot of people aren't interested in making all those changes. I get it. It's effortful. But I invite you to instead of looking at it like this big mountain that you have to climb, Look at it instead as an opportunity for you to put in a little effort now to have everything you want later. Because we can continue to go down the path we're going down. Waiting for the weekends, frustrated, 
feeling good only when pleasure is present and empty only when when we are when we move to the other side of pleasure you can continue to live that way for 5 10 20 50 years you can and you will live a pretty good life there'll be times of joy and times of sorrow there'll be probably a midlife crisis somewhere in there, but you'll get through it. You will live fine, normally. And so it's up to you. But if you want extraordinary, if you want big, if you want daily joy, then, and I'm not talking pleasure, I'm talking joy, then you put in the work. And And what's interesting is, is that I've been putting in the work for over a decade now. And what I didn't understand when I started a decade ago was that in order to change my subconscious mind, I needed to follow one of these two methods. I needed to crack the subconscious. So my decade and a bit of work was arduous and hard. Because I would read a book, feel really good, use my willpower to try to make myself feel better, use, use my willpower to try to enter into a joyous state of life. And then I would fail. And then I would read another book. And so, although I did crack the subconscious in a lot of ways, something was missing. The ease and joy was missing. And then I got cancer. And when I got cancer, I cracked my subconscious mind because my subconscious mind was able to register this emotional event deeply. I was able to crack the subconscious mind. I was able to get below the surface layers that my attempts were unsuccessful with. And I was able to get really, really deep into the subconscious mind. And all of my conscious work and all of my decade of effort lended hand to the healing of this emotional mind in such a way that I just, my life is magic now. And yeah, I have melancholic moments, everybody does. But truly, truly, there was a shift that happened within me that was so deep. However, the habits, they started creeping back in. So I began working with Attitude Audios daily and I couldn't believe the shift. I couldn't believe how quick it happened too. I couldn't believe how quickly I started feeling better and I started losing and dropping those habits. Those ones that would pull me back into melancholy, the ones that would pull me back into lack mindset and craving craving more than what I had. And those daily audios made a huge difference. And so I want for you the same thing. I want for you to get really deep into your subconscious mind. And if you are going through cancer right now and you're listening to this, this is your opportunity. This is your time when your subconscious is cracked right open because this is an emotional event. A big, big emotional event. And so 
I'll, while I, I invite you to give yourself as much compassion as possible. And you, let me digress for a second. Maybe it's a divorce. Maybe it's a, a, a loss of a child, whatever it is. If, if you've got a crack open event, then although it's time to give yourself a lot of compassion, rest, give yourself time when it feels right, when it feels like you've got a little more space to think, then I invite you at that point to start to see the gratitudes within your experience. Now that's not going to come quickly. It's going to take time, but when you start to see them, then start to push yourself out of your comfort zone, find some gratitudes, perhaps listen to an audio. If you're feeling like the world hates you, now is a perfect time for you to start to change that narrative, to listen to something over and over and over again, to join my group, to join my class, to connect with other people. All of those things will work and I want them for you. And so if you don't want to do it alone, then I'm here. But if you do, then I've given you some tools in this audio that I think will be quite helpful to you. But it's not going to take over a decade because now you have the tools that I didn't know that didn't really exist a decade ago, to tell you the truth. We've, we've gotten so much deeper into the mind in the last 10 years. It's unbelievable what we know about the subconscious mind and how to change it. This was not even scratched at the surface over a decade ago. And so I did go at it alone. I was a pioneer and that's okay because I learned a lot and yeah, it would have been really, really nice to have these tools so I could have done it quicker. You know, like 10 years was a bit long, but, but trust me, it's been a beautiful 10 years. It's been a very confusing and gorgeous and messy 10 years. And well, plus I believe it's 13 years at this point. And so with these tools, I believe that you can make some huge changes in your life. And I look so forward to it for you. And if you don't want to do it alone, then I have embody you mind, body, spirit. It is available for women who have moved through disease and have come out the other side and would like to improve the way that they take life would like to make that shift within their subconscious mind so that when they wake up in the morning, they feel genuine joy. So all my love to you. I hope that this audio has been helpful and has created some expansion for you. I know I could talk about this subject for hours, but I'm realizing the time. So I'm going to let you go because I try to keep my keep my podcasts to like 30 ish minutes if I can, because I mean, we got lives (laughs) and maybe you want to listen to this again and I don't want it to get too long. Okay. So all my love to you. Have a beautiful day and thank you for being here. Thank you so much for listening. If you found expansion with this last episode, then that means that others will too. And the best way to get the word out about the podcast is by leaving a review. I would be so grateful if you could leave me a review and let me know how you felt about the podcast. 
Included in the show notes will be everything that we talked about today, including all of my transformative programs. Change is just on the horizon, my friend.